You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And yes, you do. You get into Showreel, which is a 3CR's look at the Australian moving image industry. And uh, today we've got Alice Mayo Mackay in. She is. She is a 19-year-old transgender award-winning filmmaker, or perhaps I should be saying they. Is that right, Alice? Um, she's okay. She's okay? Cool. Um, I was very impressed with this wild and woolly horror feature that you've put out, T-Blocker. It's your third uh, horror. And um, I was uh, taken by one of the uh, t T-shirts one of the uh, actors was wearing. Uh, horror is queer. So let's start with why you've decided on that particular genre. Um, sure. I, I think it's a genre that's just like always been inherently queer and it gives me a lot to explore creatively. But also, you know, you can combine, you know, a coming-of-age friendship hangout film and then have, you know, the gore and the campiness and it's kind of just a combination of the two genres makes it really fun to like make and hopefully as well to watch as an audience member. Yeah, I, I was really fascinated by uh, the way you have actually um, fused a whole range of things in there. You um, you actually doff your hat to John Waters because uh, you just walk the talk, don't you? You just decided to make movies. Yeah, definitely. It's very punk sort of attitude. So tell me, how did it all begin? Because this is about your fifth film, isn't it? Um, yes, T-Blockers is my third film, and then I have my fifth one in post-production as well. Um, I've just always loved like writing and telling stories, and eventually that developed into like a passion for film. And then, yeah, all of my films have been like you know crowdfunded, like super small budgets, and then everyone's just there because they love the, the story and you know making art. But hopefully resonates with people. You're, you're very young too and uh, one of the things that was so energising about T-Blockers is that all your characters are young as well and uh, that's actually a real breath of fresh air. Uh, can you tell me, I mean because you know often people are pretending to be young but actually you and your people are young. <laughs> and, and tell me about um, how your crew all uh, interact uh, when they're making a movie. Um, well, I think, you know, this being the third film, I don't know, it's kind of like a family, kind of like one brain now, you know, the first time, you know, we're shooting in such like small periods of time as well. So like, it goes seven days and um, T-Blockers was shot in seven days as well. And it's kind of like, 
I don't know, everyone has to be like quick thinking and we all get along really well and just it's all about like teamwork, I guess. And yeah. Yeah, um, it, it's fun. That's what you're saying. And fun is good. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's interesting about tea blocker is that it gives you, uh, it's got the horror element, but it's set in, a, um, you know, it, it's very contemporary and it uh, has um, a lot of the things that you'd like to say politically, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I think, I don't know, that's important for when I make films, obviously not just to be like a political message, but, you know, to combine things that, I care about or are important to me and my community, but also, you know, at the end of the day, be like a fun film. I, w- I was kind of interested because in a way it's a bit like uh, in the past, the person like you might have written um, a book or a story or an essay, uh, but you've uh, chosen film. And I was wondering if uh, that had something to do with uh, the uh, generation you're in, uh, in that it... Um, is a vocabulary you're very uh, familiar with and uh, you feel able to deal with the technology in a way that it's seamless? Yeah, I mean, I think just film... I mean, I could I could still say, like, write that essay, but I think film is just the medium that interests me most and is, like, what I'm passionate about. And I think it's also, like, an effective way to communicate messages. And, yeah, I don't know, something about film has just always captivated me. Well, T-Blockers blo- is going to be shown at the Melbourne Queer Film Festival. And I noticed that uh, with your other films as well, you've been very busy getting them out there to a broader international audience. That's no mean skill. Can you tell us a little bit about how you um, got into that sort of a phase of your filmmaking career? Yeah, um, well, I think my first feature actually premiered... Um in America, in um, Salem. And, yeah, I don't know, it just kind of went off from there. And, you know, my distribution deal for that film has been in America. And only this year have my films been, like, starting to, like, screen in Australia. I have, like, my South by Sydney screening tonight for my fourth film and T-Blockers and Satranica playing Melbourne Queer Film Festival. But, yeah, it's mostly been that international audience. Um, Why? Tell me. Tell me how this all happened. Um, I think just, especially like with American and European audiences, I think they're just like the films, I mean, it's like a larger, you know, population. And I think there's more diversity in audience and those audience members wanting to seek out different films. And obviously like film is a big industry over there and they just have those bigger festivals that are looking to platform, you know, different and new voices. Yeah. Yeah. And also because it's a genre film, it it's sort of ready made, isn't it? For, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, but how did you get the contacts? I mean, I mean, I just want to know about how you got to be so brazen, as it were. <laughs> um, it was literally just through like submitting to the film festivals, and then from then on, you just kind of like network and build those contacts, and then you know, hopefully, like they liked my work and they liked my my films myself, and then you know, they just kept talking and sharing my work, and yeah, that's just how I developed that kind of network over there. Oh, that's that's really uh, fantastic, and I guess that uh, your uh, group of people, the people you make the films with, are a, a good core group, like you said, a family, a one brain, uh, almost. Uh, so that gives you uh, the support you need to be able to continue with what you're doing. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, I'm really impressed. I mean, obviously everyone else is impressed too because, I mean, you know, you're only 19 year old, year old and uh, uh, nothing's going to stop you quite clearly. Thank you. Absolutely not. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to share with my listeners? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I guess if you're in Melbourne, if you can see my films, that would be great. But yeah, other than that, yeah. Thanks very much for talking to us this morning. Of course. Thank you so much. My name is Pat Bisk. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I've made lots of films, like Rocking the Foundations, For All the World to See, Love, Marriage in Kabul, uh, and many more. Show your love. Subscribe today to 3CR. Early in the evening, I put my stockings on. When I get home much later, I think where I went wrong. Wipe the makeup off my face, my careful wardrobe, a heap of lace. Pile on the floor. We know you love listening to 3CR, but we also know that many of you haven't downloaded the Community Radio Plus app yet. The app lets you tune in anywhere and share the station with your friends. So, show the love and share the love and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps.
I'm Tommy Murphy, screenwriter for Holding the Man. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio. And you're with Annie on Showreel, and we were just having a chat with uh, a, a prodigious filmmaker, I'll have to say, um, Alice Mayo Mackay, and uh, her film, uh, T Blocker, which is a horror, uh, campy horror film, which is uh, full of politics and very local, and lots of young, uh, vibrant actors, uh, MQ. FF Melbourne documentary uh, Melbourne Queer Film Festival. Uh, look up the program and you'll be able to catch her film. It's on. Uh, it's a third feature and she's only nineteen and she's uh, on to her fifth. So she is really doing a mad dash for the John Waters Award. I have to say. Uh, and we're now going to move on to a uh, interview I did with uh, Sarah Christie from. Video Prime. NIDA and uh, Prime Video announced new partnership to support local uh, emerging uh, NIDA students. Uh, Prime Video is a streaming service and NIDA, of course, is the uh, National Institute of Dramatic Arts. And uh, what, what they've done is uh, are collaborating on a, a scholarship, two scholarships, uh, worth $50,000 each, yes, $50,000 each. And they're directed to the uh, people who are uh, in the uh, master's uh, directorial and uh, screenwriting sections of the NIDA. Uh, but um, we'll get uh, Sarah Christie, who's uh, one of the um, uh, people from um, Prime Video, to give you an idea of what they're actually talking about. I was looking at the uh, uh, scholarship and the partnership that uh, Prime Video has done with NIDA and it would be life-changing for the people that receive these scholarships. Uh, Can you explain to my listeners what what the scholarships entail? Absolutely. Uh, NIDA and Prime Video have, as you say, just recently announced this fantastic scholarship program which is really aimed at discovering new um, new and diverse sort of Australian writers and directors and through an $150,000 scholarship program. So the partnership is, is broken down across two $50,000 scholarships, which will be awarded to women and non-binary students with intersectional backgrounds to study uh, Masters of Fine Arts or in directing or writing. And the remaining $50,000 is going towards supporting the 2024 directing cohort more holistically. So yeah, we're really excited about this partnership with NIDA and and agree it's it's going to have a great impact on on the students who are able to receive these scholarships. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're able to use it to support themselves while they're actually studying. That's what what it's designed for. Um, Now, uh, why did you decide to partner with NIDA just as a matter of interest? Yeah, NIDA is a fantastic, prestigious institution um, and they deliver world-class, you know, creatives who we've had the pleasure of working with as well across a number of our projects. Um, And I think NIDA and Prime Video really do share a joint commitment to building out a pipeline of new and highly skilled voices and stories in the Australian film and television industry. 
And the purpose of these scholarships really is to, to improve representation in the industry. We want to remove, you know, financial barriers and barriers to entry that are maybe there for, you know, a number of people who have great stories and, and new voices and perspectives to, to share. Um, and we want to provide these opportunities and pathways to women and non-binary people in particular to share these, um, you know, diverse stories that, and really have that opportunity to hone their craft at one of the best drama schools across the world. Um, you know, I mentioned we've had a couple of uh, alumni working on our projects, like, you know, Kate Box, for example, is a fabulous lead in Deadlock and, um you know, that series is a fantastic Australian series that has really resonated around the world. Um, you know, it was the top 10 in 165 countries worldwide. Um, so hopefully, you know, these new voices that we're training up will end up having fantastic careers, you know, telling Australian stories that reach a really wide global audience. And we shouldn't forget that Prime Video, I mean, this is a great opportunity for the people who receive these awards and it's a great support for NIDA too and recognition. But, I mean, you're a business and uh, quite clearly uh, Australian product is actually something that you you feel as a business is worthwhile uh, husbanding, uh, uh uh, uh, looking after and building, mm, mm. Uh, and this is what you're finding. Is that what you're finding? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, we Prime Video is a, a global streaming service, and we've been, um, you know, investing in Australian stories since 2019. We've commissioned 26 Australian originals, and we're, you know, hugely um, excited about the types of stories that are coming out of Australia that are really making an impact worldwide. And, you know, we've had three big scripted originals come out this year, Class of 07, Deadlock and The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart, um, which we've seen great success with. And those teams, you know, they're incredible amount of female, brilliant female voices behind those stories and in front of the camera. So, you know, we, we are continuing to invest in Australian stories and that's also about, you know, the practitioners who are telling those stories. So it's, um, you know, a commitment that we want to continue to make and, and really help build out the next and new pipeline of Australian creatives that we, we can be working with. So what's the practicalities? I mean, I know there's the deadline for uh, 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 applying for NIDA actually has just finished. So uh, this is uh, the first year that this scholarship's being offered? Yes, that's right. So these scholarships will go towards the 2024 cohort of writing and directing students. The The writing um, scholarship uh, or application more broadly actually closes today. So if oh. there are any last-minute applicants that can <laughs> rush in, Um and it will it will be across the entire year and Prime Video is also going to be offering sort of industry support and mentorship throughout the year. Um, so there'll be a lot of touch points for us and great opportunities for sort of network and early guidance, um, you know, before entering, entering the industry and profession more broadly. So what does that look like? Tell me about that, because obviously it's about people uh, being aware of the audience and the market for the entire world, not just locally. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, there'll be a number of touch points across the year, but we are really committed to sort of, you know, offering that guidance early on, having that opportunity to actually meet with executives on the Australia team, hear firsthand the types of stories that we're looking for, what makes an impact, what cuts through, and sharing our learnings and experiences about, you know, what's been working for us as a platform, you know, with our Australian stories that do do often have a platform worldwide as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, say you're a person who applies and gets into NIDA uh, and you fall into this category, is there a special um, uh, application involved for the scholarship or is it part of an overview that NIDA has uh, in terms of selecting who would be appropriate? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the all the information around the scholarships can be accessed through NIDA's website and they do offer a number of different scholarships and really it is just demonstrating a need, a financial need first and foremost and then there are particular different scholarship streams that are suited for um, various sort of uh, people, some are geared towards different areas. The NIDA Prime Video Scholarship really is about supporting the next generation of women um, from a diverse around array of backgrounds. Um, so this is a particular scholarship as we will have those touch points across the year with this cohort and the students that um, are awarded this particular scholarship. And then also again, more broadly, just the directing cohort itself. Um, we've been able to you know, support the additional sort of training in screen areas and the updating of some equipment. So really, you know, helping geared towards a, a career in screen. So so would uh, Prime Video choose or is it a panel that chooses or how does that happen? That will all be going through the, the NIDA application process. So I believe once the, um, the students have put forward their applications, um, then there's a process of submitting the forms and once they're completed, um, each student will be notified and a discussion will happen about which stream ah, they're going yeah. through. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, and, oh, I see. So it's a more complicated process. Um, and, of course, uh, really uh, it's a very, quite almost elite really because it's uh, difficult to get into and uh, people are really um, ambitious for their future. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. NIDA is such a, you know, fantastic, prestigious institution with an incredible array of alumni. And uh, we're really excited about the level of education and the master's program in particular really is that sort of, um, you know, touchstone before, you know, really honing in, specialising in your craft and hopefully, you know, the students that come out of these courses will be ready to step into the industry and come and work on, you know, our next round of shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I just can't get over how um, generous the scholarship really is. I mean, I, I, my eyes almost pop, popped out of my head when I saw the yeah. actual sum and I thought, oh, you're really actually <laughs> uh, walking the talk, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're incredibly committed to Australian stories and, you know, we we really do acknowledge that these types of courses are, are difficult for some people to access and we want to be supporting, you know, not only the most experienced writers and directors in the country, but also supporting that, 
that new generation and, you know, there's still many, many different Australian stories that are yet to be told and um, voices to be heard. So we want to be a part of that. Well, it's interesting because um, as women and uh, non-binary people are actually uh, getting into the business of making films and other types of moving image, uh, Mm. we really are seeing um, quite a diversity of ideas and uh, Mm. fabulously clever execution, aren't we? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we're very glad to have, you know, been a part of three shows, as I said, this year as well, that really do centre on great female stories, um, but very, very different types of stories. I think, you know, Class of 07 is a great example. Casey Anning wrote, directed, executive produced, uh, you know, a great high concept comedy series, um, which also featured an all female cast. So I think it's phenomenal these steps we're taking towards representation and different types of stories and really making sure, you know, all Australians are reflected um, in the stories that they get to watch on screen. Yeah. It also has a, a, a big um, effect on the way something is told because uh, there's been such a um, strong emphasis on, say, uh, action and thrillers and other types of things. Mm. Not, not, not that there is a, uh, there aren't female directors in that, that area, but um, it really does actually tell you about stories that are told in a different way. It's quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, often very authored pieces of work, you know, really cut through as well. And it's great to be able to, you know, support different voices and ensure there is that diversity of storytelling. And, um, you know, really that is a big part of the aim of these scholarships is to make sure we're nurturing, um, you know, voices that might not otherwise have had that opportunity to really hone their craft and, you know, bring bring their stories to light. So. We're, we're very excited. Great. Thank you very much for t- giving me some time. Thanks so much, honey. It was great to talk with you. And that was Sarah Christie. She's a Senior Development Executive, Prime Video Australia, and it was about uh, the uh, two $50,000 scholarships being uh, uh partnered with uh, NIDA for uh, directors and uh, writers uh, in the master's stream, uh, women and non-binary people uh, with uh, cross-sectional um, <clears throat> elements to their uh, lives, I guess. Anyway, that's it for Shareel uh, uh, this morning. Uh, coming up next is Published or Not, and we'll go out with a, a lovely Mia Dyson song. Don't worry. 
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.